everyone. Welcome back to Moving Right Along, a Muppet movie podcast brought to you by ToughPigs.com. It's the podcast where we watch a Muppet family Christmas two minutes at a time and talk about it a lot. I'm your host, Anthony Strand. And I'm your other host, Ryan Rowe. And joining us today is our first guest of the season. Who Hooray. is it? Who are you, guest? I'm Stacy Rosen. Stacy Rosen, what a thrill. So part of this being Muppet Family Christmas is that the only guests we're going to have on this season are our actual family. Starting right now with uh, Ryan's wife, Stacy. We're going to later have my wife, Rosalind, our brother, Joe, and our dad, Danny Horn. <laughs> yeah, I should say our brother, Joe Hennis, I suppose, and our dad, Danny Horn. That's so what you have to look our... forward to. Yeah, should be fun. So uh, today we are looking at minutes five and six of A Muppet Family Christmas. In these minutes, the Muppets settle in at Mrs. Bear's house and Miss Piggy calls from a teensy-weensy photo session. <laughs> so the first thing here is Animal yells, Give me presents! And, and Sprocket barks at him. We hear the end of, of Animal saying, he had previously said, Peace on... And we hear him say Earth at the beginning Earth, of this. So now Earth, we know. give me presents, right. Yeah, That's where, right. Where is this peace that he wants? Earth. He wants peace on Earth. It peace really could Earth, have been any planet with animals, so. Right. Yeah. Well, well, and that's what Doc says, right? Doc says they look, these, these look like they could be from some foreign planet. Yeah, it's so interesting that he just says these could be. He doesn't say these creatures or these things or these people could be from some foreign planet. Right, these could be from some foreign planet. And then uh, Fozzie's mom corrects him that they're actually from television because she recognizes Fozzie's weirdo friends, which I love the idea that she, like, you know, she's a good mom, supportive mom. So she watched her son on The Muppet Show every week and just thought, look at these freaks. Why does he hang out with these weirdos? Yeah. I hate them, you know? And I'm pretty sure we have discussed in the past this sort of loose reality of whether the Muppet show is like, is it always a TV show? Is it sometimes just a live stage show? Is there like a fictional audience that's watching the same thing on TV that we're watching? But yeah, it's interesting that she says they're from television. Like she doesn't say they're from movies. It's just they're from television, which implies the Muppet show. Right. Yeah. Or this special. Yes. They're on television right now. Right. Right. I just have to comment on Sprocket's barking. It's been a long time since I've watched Fraggle Rock, and I thought that was really convincing barking. <laughs> yeah. We, yes. We, we, we talked about this last week, too. Sprocket seems exactly like a real dog. It's yeah. wild. Oh, yeah. Like, it's, which, yeah, it's pretty and, amazing. Right. And I guess we should note that that barking is courtesy of Steve Whitmire, who, who's yes. Sprocket's performer. Yes. That's, that's not a dog. It's a human man from Atlanta, Georgia, named Steve Whitmire. <laughs> Um, can we talk about Sam? Yeah, of course his, we can talk his about little Sam. Moment, that delivery. Sam is Stacy's favorite Muppet. He's character. my favorite Muppet. Oh, fun, I love pretty fun. much everything he does and says in like the original Muppet um, franchise uh, uh -huh. before he became kind of the crazy patriotic uh, Sam he is today. But um, his delivery, Frank Oz's delivery of why am I here? It's <laughs> yeah. just, it's perfect because he didn't even say it in a, like a sarcastic way. It wasn't like, oh, why am I here again? Somebody remind me why I came to this. It, he just truly seems baffled at yeah. how did he get here? Like, He's was he drugged? Yeah. Was he asleep <laughs> when he was transported? He's just very confused about this situation. Right, right. Well, and, and Sam has exactly two lines in this special. And oh, is that true? So this is yeah, one of them. <laughs> that's one of the two, yeah. And Amazing. they're both 
they're both perfect. Like I was trying to remember if he had another one. Yeah, his. Well, I mean, we'll we'll get to it. We'll get to it. Um, Yeah. So it's it's like one of those things where yeah, you give him a long speech about patriotism, not that funny. You give him two lines, you know, one at a time, and yes, Frank Oz makes him sing. Yeah, one of them is four words, and the other is three. (laughs) Right. (laughs) And of course, the real answer to his question is that you can't do a a Muppet special with the whole family without Sam, but. You know, it is like it's a it's a reasonable question. Why would he actually want to come along and spend a holiday with all these weirdos? Right. Although maybe he'll bond with Emily Bear, who also thinks that they're all weirdos, right? Exactly. Although, as Doctor Teeth says, they're proud of it. Proud of it too. That, that captures like kind of the essence of of the characters right there. Right. But so then the next thing is that it, uh, Doc asks Sprocket if Muppets are anything like Fraggles, which is and then <laughs> Stacy's doing Sprocket's like. Eh, hand sort of. he does the, um, the hand wiggle like yeah so so sort of right but um so mm, can we talk about how this line is not in continuity with the tv show fraggle rock mm. well it's interesting um, i mean yeah go on well be, and again this is all nonsense really who cares like it's establishing that doc and sprocket know who fraggles are right that's that's why it's here but on the show doc meets the fraggles like at the end which had already aired at this time. So it, also, had, it had aired on TV. It, yeah, like... that aired in the spring of 1987. Okay, I knew it had been taped, but I wasn't yeah. sure. So, wow, yeah, huh. But but also, like, he Sprocket can't talk. Sprocket doesn't tell him about Fraggles, the word Fraggle. And, oh. and most importantly, Doc knows Gobo Fraggle as the name of some dude whose mail he gets. If, if he hasn't met him oh. yet, Fraggles aren't a species. Gobo Fraggle is some dude whose postcards he throws in the garbage yeah that's you know? a pretty good point but like again i don't i don't actually care about any of this like i'm not like mm, jerry jewel turn in your writer's guild card sir like that's <laughs> not you know like because really who cares sprocket does try to warn doc that's like there's something weird happening at the hole in the wall in his workshop but yeah i guess there would be no way for sprocket to actually communicate the word fraggle right to right doc. but so why is what... doc asking him a question in the first place <laughs> i mean he... <laughs> Sprocket questions all the time. He just never yeah. gets an answer. Um, but no, of course, the, the actual reason why it's in the special is so that viewers at home, like myself, who had never seen Fraggle Rock, would think, oh, that's the guy from Fraggle Rock. Right. Like, why you is know? this ornery man here in this special? But, and it's just like one of those, you know, they're like a comic book story that takes place between two other stories. Like, you just need a little editor's note that says, you know, note, this story takes place before the series finale of Fraggle Rock. Right. Mm-hmm. Jolly Jim. Right. Exactly. But then the next thing is Fozzie introduces Kermit to his mom, who calls him a lizard. And yes, he Kermit is the one who gave him his big break in the show business. <laughs> oh, yeah, you you love the show business, yeah. Well, I do. He, I don't think I had noticed. He he says it in the Muppets: A Celebration of Thirty Years, which we talked about, and I think our guest there, or maybe you, pointed out that there are a couple other examples of Fozzie referring to the show business, and I just like that. That's just a little specific quirk that I guess Frank Oz gave him, or maybe Jerry Jewell, somebody. Yeah. Um, just yeah, I just love these little. <laughs> these little things that pop up like that. Yeah, it's fun. I started thinking kind of deeply about this special when I started these minutes. And when I see Fozzie come in, I realize like there's a really strong message here about the entitlement that 
adult children have uh, when it comes to their <laughs> family home and their parents' company. Like he felt very confident that, oh, my mom, she's got no, she doesn't have her own life. She'll be so happy to see me. And just the audacity of just sort of, you know, showing up. I feel like that's uh, a, a real problem between some parents and their adult children. Yeah, no, yeah. absolutely true. <laughs> yeah, we don't know what their relationship was like really when Fozzie was growing up, but yeah, you kind of wonder what led to, to that, to him thinking that this was okay. I'll tell you what led to this, him thinking this is okay. His mom's next line is, there's plenty of room for everybody. Right, so she's just always accommodating. Right, she's just immediately like, oh, my son and all of his friends showed up for Christmas? Great, plans canceled. Where can I put them? There's never a discussion of like, okay, well, you guys can just take the house and I'm going to go ahead and go on to Malibu like I planned. I kind of <laughs> wish she did, though. Like, I <laughs> root for her. She's by herself every year. Um, and now she has this chance to go on this fun tropical vacation. And she yeah. was robbed of that. Right. And speaking of being robbed, Doc also was robbed of his chance to have a nice, quiet Christmas. Doc I'm is late. So, yeah, he's so mad in that. Like we, I feel like we don't see him this mad as he like he's he seems like a blustery. Like when I was a Very kid, rarely, yeah. Wa well, watching this without knowing the show, I thought he was like this was his default setting. You know, like this is the grumpy man. I relate because Ryan and I recently booked an Airbnb, and one of the reasons we booked it was specifically because this cabin was going to come with a hand delivered crate of fresh breakfast and we did not get it they told me the night before it was not going to happen and we're thinking well we want some money back because this is why we booked this particular place and likewise doc chose this establishment because it was going to be empty so i think i understand his frustration yeah you were like excuse me mr airbnb host you promised me a nice fresh breakfast <laughs> Yeah. I love the way his hair flops over I his know, face yeah. when he long says that. Bangs he has. Yeah. <laughs> it's great, yeah. But uh, he doesn't have a chance to get too mad because then the phone rings and Animal is so excited to go get it. But uh, his excitement turns to disgust when he realizes that it's a pig. Yeah, and it's weird, though, because Animal answers the phone saying, give me presents, and, and Piggy says, Joy Noel Kermy, like... She can't she tell that that's not Kermit on the phone? That's that's Animal's voice. Your statement is based on the supposition that Miss Piggy is listening to someone other than Miss Piggy <laughs> in this context. She might not even have the phone to her ear. She might right. just like have it held yeah, out like a walkie-talkie. Yeah. <laughs> right. She's she's just talking. She's just waiting for someone to be on the end of the line, right? All right, um, I'll buy that. But but like Ryan says, uh, she says Joya Noel, Kermy, which is of course French for Merry Christmas. And she tells Kermit that she's at a teensy weensy little photo session I just scheduled. I have a lot to say about that. Please. The implication in those words or what I think she wants us all to think is that she just booked this. Like somebody called her and needed a model for this photo session. But if you look very closely, this is very clearly a glamour shot establishment. Mm -hmm. If you look at... <laughs> The... Wait, you're saying like glamour shots, the the, the 
places that were in malls in the 80s and 90s exactly like normal people would go in to get a really fancy photo taken of themselves exact gloves that she's wearing they would poof the hair out just like she has the feathers and the flowers that you see in the foreground the soft lighting she clearly just scheduled at the mall a photo session (laughs) for her so you think she's paying for this (laughs) absolutely Wow. Well, this is yes. This is interesting because I was my comment or my thoughts that I wrote down. Like this comes a few years after the Miss Piggy fashion calendars, and uh, like five years after the Fantastic Miss Piggy show, a TV special. I thought this was just sort of continuing the idea of like Miss Piggy is because she's so famous in real life as a character from the Muppet Show, like they are just acknowledging okay she's a star now she's the kind of person who would be in demand as a model for a photo shoot and the you know the photographer does seem very excited to have her there oh and they make you feel very special at the glamour shop i'm sure they do so that's yeah so you might be onto something there am i correct in in thinking that you did a glamour shots shoot when you were in high school you guys can uh you know post it online with the with (laughs) should we put uh, it in the show notes sure and then moments later she's in a store come on piggy's at the mall she's so obviously at the mall yeah wow cracked it wide open (laughs) um that's that is a compelling theory and i'm here for it um but the, I did want to note also the photographer's voice is David Rudman, puppeteer yeah. David Rudman, later cool. the performer of Scooter, Janice, uh, of course, Cookie Monster, Baby Bear. Uh, this is his only speaking part in this special. I, I think, I mean, I'm sure he makes like crowd noises. He's like a penguin or something, you know, that kind of stuff. Right. But he doesn't play any other characters. He plays the off screen photographer. And yeah, I wonder I've how always that... wondered, yeah, why, why it's him. Right. Interesting. I guess we could ask him. He probably have something to say about it if we reached out to him yeah i mean it's so long ago now it would be yeah i'd be curious to see if he remembers right because because he's young here i mean he's in his mid-20s like yeah this was relatively early still in his muppet career yeah he like we talked about how he worked on on manhattan and some other stuff but yeah that was one of his first big projects this is several years before you know baby bear or davy monkey or whatever chicago the lion yeah this was right after he had played either tug or boo on little muppet monsters though yeah he played one of them he played a little muppet monster yes uh, anyways piggy however her photo session came into being she assures kermit that my chauffeur jerome is ready to whisk me away into your arms at the farmhouse and we end on the photographer asking miss piggy twice to do that pouty thing do Which that I'm pouty s- thing. Do that pouty <laughs> thing. Ooh. So glad that that's where this clip cuts off because I love that. I mean, we see Kermit at the end, but uh, yeah. yeah. So, all right. That's uh, that's it for this one. We will be back next time. Unless, well, because we should say, yeah. Do either of you have anything else? Oh, I was just going to say. So one thing is um, Stacy was talking earlier about how she wished that, that Ma had just continued on with her vacation plans. I do think they should do... Uh, a, a Muppet production at some point where we actually get to see Ma Bear surfing. That would be a great payoff for this because she mentions that she had what three is it three months of surfing three months, lessons? Of, surfing months of surfing lessons. Yeah, and for now zip. she doesn't get to use them. So yeah, yeah they should make some kind of like Muppet summer vacation movie where we get to see Ma Bear surfing. Um, what if it's what if it's just a video to all the songs on Muppet Beach Party? And yeah. it's, oh, just Ma, it's just Ma Bear surfing. Video. Yeah, it's just yeah, Ma Bear perfect. surfing while Gonzo and Rizzo sing 
uh, sugar, sugar, sugar shack. shack. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Love it. Perfect. Uh, and then also just one of these little puppetry details. We see Animal drop the phone and walk out of the frame before Kermit comes in and picks up the phone. And it's seamless the way they do it, like it always is. But of course, if you really think about it, there's two different phone receivers there. One that is attached to Animal's hand and one that is attached to Kermit's hand. All right. And uh, on the note of a puppetry trick, we are all done. We will be back tomorrow with another episode of Moving Right Along. Goodbye. Bye. Do the pouty thing. Ugh, pig. <laughs>